September 17th. And as we look into the New Testament for today's reading, we'll be narrating from the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verses 10 through 22. There will be an explanation that we'll read about. The Judaizers wanted the Galatians to go back to Moses, but that was not far enough. We must go back to Abraham, where the promise started. You see, the law did not annul the promise. The law was given to reveal sin and prepare the way for Christ to come and fulfill the promise. The law is a tutor, not a savior, a mirror, not a cleanser. And there will be exhortation. Beware, a false gospel robs you of salvation and of membership in the family of God, where all believers are one in Christ. It robs you of your spiritual riches as an heir to the promise. Are you rejoicing in the freedom you have in Christ? And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. September 17th, Galatians chapter 3, verses 10 through 22. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under His curse. For the Scriptures say, Cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all these commands that are written in God's book of the law. Consequently, it is clear that no one can ever be right with God by trying to keep the law. For the Scriptures say, It is through faith that a righteous person has life. How different from this way of faith is the way of law, which says, If you wish to find life by obeying the law, you must obey all of its commands. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When He was hung on the cross, He took upon Himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the Scriptures, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through the work of Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing He promised to Abraham, and we Christians receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement, so it is in this case. God gave the promise to Abraham and his child. And notice that it doesn't say the promise was to his children, as if it meant many descendants, but the promise was to his child, and that, of course, means Christ. This is what I am trying to say. The agreement God made with Abraham could not be canceled 430 years later when God gave the law to Moses. God would be breaking His promise. For if the inheritance could be received only by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of accepting God's promise. But God gave it to Abraham as a promise. Well then, why was the law given? It was given to show people how guilty they are. But this system of law was to last only until the coming of the child to whom God's promise was made. And there is this further difference. God gave His laws to angels to give to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. Now a mediator is needed if two people enter into an agreement. But God acted on His own when He made His promise to Abraham. Well then, is there a conflict between God's law and God's promises? 
Absolutely not. If the law could have given us new life, we could have been made right with God by obeying it. But the scriptures have declared that we are all prisoners of sin, so the only way to receive God's promise is to believe in Jesus Christ. Psalm 61, verses 1 through 8 No matter how far away you go, God hears your prayers, for His ears are open to the cries of His children. David was far from the house of God, yet the Lord heard his prayer and answered. He'll do the same for you. No matter how far down you sink, God can lift you up. When life overwhelms you, take time to pray. Let God lift you up and put you on the rock that will never sink. You know, prayer brings you into the Holy of Holies, under the shadow of His wings, where God's glory dwells. God preserves and protects His own until that hour when He calls them to Himself. And do you find delight in your prayer? Or is prayer only an emergency exercise, you know, to get you out of trouble? Well, David ended the psalm with an expression of praise and an affirmation of obedience. Prayer changes things. But prayer also changes people, starting with the very one who does the praying. Psalm 61, verses 1 through 8. For the choir director, Psalm of David, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. O God, listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. From the ends of the earth I will cry to you for help. For my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the towering rock of safety, for you are my safe refuge, a fortress where my enemies cannot reach me. Let me live forever in your sanctuary, safe beneath the shelter of your wings. For you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me an inheritance reserved for those who fear your name. Add many years to the life of the king. May his years span the generations. May he reign under God's protection forever. Appoint your unfailing love and faithfulness to watch over him. Then I will always sing praises to your name as I fulfill my vows day after day. Proverbs 23, verses 17 and 18. Don't envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord, for surely you have a future ahead of you. Your hope will not be disappointed.